I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 481 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today we are jumping into the deep end of the pool with Olympic medalist and swimming sensation Tom Wilkins, who is joining me today on First Class Fatherhood. Tom is a hometown hero where I live here in Monmouth County, New Jersey. He represented the United States at the 2000 Summer Olympic Games in Sydney, Australia. He brought home the bronze medal in the men's 200-meter individual medley. He finished the race third behind fellow American swimmer Tom Dolan and Italian swimmer Massimiliano Rosalino, who broke the Olympic world record during the racing event. Tom Wilkins is a graduate of Stanford University. He won the gold medal at the 1999 Pan Pacific Championships uh, for the 200-meter medley, and he won the silver medal for the 200-meter breaststroke. He scored gold again in the 2002 World Championships in Moscow for the 400-meter medley. He has had just a sensational swimming career. He is the focus of a new documentary that's available now titled The Water Is My Sky. The link to that is in today's show notes. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Tom Wilkins will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Tom Wilkins was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Olympic medalist and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, so we've been all over the sports map here. Monday, World Series champion pitcher Lance Lynn stopped by. Carolina Panthers cornerback A.J. Boyer was here on Wednesday. And if you guys are ready to take your kids back to the ball game or to a sporting event live and in person and start making memories again, Buy your tickets at SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app. Put in my promo code FIRSTCLASS and you're going to save $20 off your tickets. Don't miss out on this deal, guys. I have reconnected with SeatGeek once again here and you guys can save. So go to SeatGeek.com, buy your tickets, and at the checkout, use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, first class, and save $20 off your tickets. All right, we're going to be switching gears here next week. I've got some incredible guests lined up for you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who they are. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit me with that rating and review. It goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Tom Wilkins. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dad, sports stadiums are beginning to fill up once again. Concerts are coming back, and Broadway shows will be here before you know it. It's time to take your kids to an event and start making memories once again. And there's nothing wrong with saving a few bucks while you do it. My partnership with SeatGeek means that you can save $20 off your tickets by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. Let's go, dads. We've been cooped up way too long here. It's time to start enjoying sports and entertainment again the way they were meant to be experienced, live and in person. Visit SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS at the checkout and save $20 off your tickets. A gift for first-class fathers from First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Tom Wilkins. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. 
Yeah, hey, it's an honor to have you here. I've been hoping to get this thing lined up uh, for uh, just for full disclosure for the listeners. I know Tom. He's a hometown hero where I live here. So it, it's a big honor to have you on the podcast here. So let's just get it started like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Sure. Awesome. Yeah, I have two kids. My son is 16 and my daughter is 13. So I have a sophomore in high school and some that, one that's going to be going into freshman year next year. Yeah, very cool. And actually, I believe the first time I ever met you, uh, your daughter was playing on my son's basketball team. I was an assistant coach there, so that was the first time I had a chance uh, uh, to meet you. And if you could, Tom, please just take a minute to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, certainly. Um, so, you know, I was a local boy who grew up in Middletown, New Jersey, and um, somehow found, found my way to the sport of swimming. I think that's mostly what people know me as uh, publicly. So, just uh, had a progressively good swimming career, uh, went to Stanford University, uh, swam there, had a great college career with a number of NCAA titles. And then when I graduated from Stanford, I moved on to being a pro swimmer for the next six years. Um, and some of my accomplishments were, um, most notably, I was a bronze medalist at the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney, Australia. I was also captain of that uh, Olympic swim team. Um, I was a 16-time U.S. national champion and um, won some other awards and, and competitions as well. Yeah, incredible career, Tom. And obviously, the, you know, the, being an Olympic medalist is the one that stands out. But all the work that leads into that moment uh, is really what matters. Well, walk us real quick through this. What was the experience like for you to finally be able to put your talents on display at the Olympic Games? And what was it like to actually get on the podium there? Um, well, getting on the podium, it, it's a it's a bit of a struggle sometimes. Um, you know, it's having one shot every four years. I mean, you could dominate a sport, but um, just the opportunity to be top one or two in the country and then top three in the world, you know, just with two consecutive races that last less than two minutes. Um, it's a tough thing. So, um, you know, when I was able to, you know, qualify for the Olympics, that was a dream come true and then go represent the United States in front of the world. Um, it was just an unbelievable experience. And then making it to the Olympic podium was one of the most special things I've ever experienced. Yeah, great stuff. And then fast forward a little bit from there, uh, about how much longer after that did you fall? Like, how old were you when you first became a dad? And then how did becoming a father kind of change your uh, perspective on life? Yeah, uh, it's a really good question. So I swam after the 2000 Olympics. I swam for another four years um, to try and make my goal towards making another Olympic team in 2004. And during that time, um, uh, you know, as I was getting older, I ended up getting married and leading into the 04 trials. Um, I had a wife who now was pregnant. And so, you know, towards the end of my swimming career, really was, um, I hate to say it, you know, I loved swimming, but was looking forward to that next phase of my life. Because um, the longer you stay involved in the sport of swimming, the longer you pull, put off the, uh, the, the longer you put off your other career and the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, so I went for another four years and then, um, you know, met a local girl from New Jersey, moved out to California to be closer to me, which is where I was training at the time. And then, um, you know, after I didn't make the Olympic team in 2004, um, we, you know, three months later, we had a child and uh, you know, moved back to New Jersey. And um, that's sort of a quick background of it. Yeah, very cool. And, and Tom, I bring out a lot of elite athletes here, a lot of guys like yourself that have accomplished so much. And, and I know just from being a son myself, a lot of times we want to get that uh, respect from our dads. We're always trying to get that approval of our fathers and we're trying to have them be proud of us. And to have a dad that's accomplished what you have in life, that's a tall order to look up to. So what is the relationship like with your son? I know now he follows in your footsteps. He's got, he, he's into swimming as well. Have you guys had that relationship? Do you sense any of that? Like he's trying to seek your approval. How have you kind of handled your father-son relationship? Sure. Um, 
you know, it's interesting. First of all, I take a little example from my father. And I think the most valuable thing that my parents and, and my father ever told me was that, you know, if I never swim another race, they'd love me still the same. You know, they were whenever they came out to watch me compete, they always said that they were there to see me and not see me compete or win. Um, so those things I always took to heart. And so, you know, as I'm raising kids myself, um, you know, it's it's a challenge because I love the fact that they're they have interest in the things that I was involved in. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that. So naturally, when my kids were like really young, like five, six, seven years old, people would always ask, oh, you know, is your kid going to be a swimmer like you were, you know, or look to my seven year old son and say, you have big shoes to fill. Um, and I always felt a little cautious about introducing him into something that I had a lot of success with uh, because I was sort of, again, nervous about any expectation that would be put on them. Uh, but they decided that they wanted to get involved themselves and have tried to sort of encourage that to the best of my ability. Um, and so, you know, I'm fortunate that they are are following that. But more important than that to me was, you know, I feel lucky that in my life with swimming, I found that one thing, um, you know, you know activity-wise that I connected with, um, that a fact that I found, felt some, found something in swimming that it just made sense to me mentally, physically, spiritually, I just I had that love for it and that connection with it and it motivated me. And so whatever it is uh, that in my kids world that they, if they can find something similar to them that they connect with, um, that would be the most important thing to me. Yeah, very well said, Tom. And you mentioned it there a little bit about uh, your parents' support system. What kind of advice do you have? I mean, obviously, uh, Olympics is a big dream, a lot, a big goal for many kids out there. What kind of advice do you have for the parents whose kids are actively seeking uh, an Olympic glory as yourself there? And what kind of support system did you have while you were making your your way up to the Olympics? Sure. I think that um, just you know, reminding kids that, you know, um, just supporting them in their goals. Um, because I, I've seen kids, you know, when I've been, a, you know, on, involved in club teams, I've seen your parents that have um, sort of been pushing their kids and it gets past that point where the kids are, um, they get a little frustrated with it um, or uh, they, it becomes almost about the parents' goals for their kids. You know, it's just I want to hopefully support, you know, the goals that my kids have for themselves. Um, and, you know, to whatever extent I can do that, that's, that's what I'm pushing for. Yeah, good stuff. And let, let's jump into the, to the documentary. It's out today. The Water Is My Sky. The link to the documentary is going to be in the description of today's podcast episode. What can the listeners expect to see when they tune into the documentary? And what's the feedback been so, uh, so far? Um, it's been great. So there really haven't been too many swimming movies. And during my swimming career, there was a book written about me called Gold in the Water, which was released in 2001, which was just about my pursuit of the Olympic dream um, from, two, from 1998 to 2000. Um, and so this uh, documentary film that came out is you know, loosely um, about that story that was in that book called Gold in the Water. So um, really, the story seeks to, the movie seeks to tell the story, the, the uniqueness of the sport of swimming, you know, and what it's like on an elite level um, from an age group standpoint, you know, through, you know, that, you know, Olympic pursuit uh, to see what it's like to try and achieve your, your dreams. Yeah, awesome stuff. And I know, obviously, uh, this year is the Olympics, the Summer Olympics, which got pushed back because of the pandemic. I was uh, close with scheduling here with Nathan Adrian, uh, hopefully reconnect with him after the Summer Games. Uh, are, do you, are you still close to the sport? Do you follow it? And what, what kind of what does this do to an Olympic athlete uh, that was waiting for four years and then the Olympics get kicked back to another year? What, what does that do to the psyche of these athletes? Um, hopefully the, their, their psyche is strong enough to handle it. 
uh, you know, a lot of it's on the physical side. I mean, you gear your training sometimes over a two-year span for a specific competition. So that having to be extended for another year can be very difficult, you know, and challenging. Um, but I like to think that, you know, all those people at that Olympic level are strong enough mentally, uh, psychologically to sort of handle that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's for, for me personally, as I get older, um, what I was able to accomplish almost means more to me because at the time you're just naturally wrapped up in trying to get to that next level and that next accomplishment. And for me in my career, the Olympic achievement was that next, was that next accomplishment. So when I made the Olympic team, um, I don't mean to say it in an arrogant way. I just felt like that was a natural next step in my career. I worked hard for it. I earned it. And then as you step away from the sport for a good span of time, you realize that those things, you know, aren't a given, you know, and, and they aren't the next next step in your career. Those are things you have to earn and, and they're difficult to earn. So I think it means more to me as I get older than it does. So, you know, ever seeing it come around um, every four years, it, it's a it's a great reminder of, a you know, a great thing that I, I was able to accomplish and pursue. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, very cool. And then let me pull it back into you uh, as a father here for a minute, Tom. What would you say are the top values that you hope to instill in your kids growing up? Um, I think that um, you know, I don't think, again, there's any sort of secret sauce, you know, or a specific one piece of advice. Um, but I think that in today's world, we, we get caught up in accomplishment or these big picture items and whether you're, whether it's social media or whatnot, you know, people always measure themselves by like Olympics and graduations and vacations and these big monumental um, events in our lives. But really we live our lives uh, on a day-to-day basis. And so, you know, yeah, I want people to pursue their dreams and their goals, but also be happy with, you know, the day-to-day life that they have. So, like, I try and teach my kids that, you know, yeah, I want you to pursue different things, but your happiness in life and, and your success and your self-worth isn't just about what you achieve. You know, it's it, it, it's found in those day-to-day, the day-to-day life that you have and, and how you handle yourself in your pursuit of those things. Yeah, well said. And I'm a faith-based person, Tom. My family, most important part of my day is uh, is dinner time. We all sit together as a family and eat dinner. We pray before dinner every day. How important is your faith in bringing up your kids? It's central. Um, and you know, when you're younger, I was always always had a strong faith. But I think the importance of my faith um, was more apparent to me as I became a father. So yeah, we have the same kind of thing. We, we try and have dinner together. Of course, sch- schedules don't always permit that, you know, with the different practice schedules and whatnot. But the one thing we do, we, we do um, have, you know, some family prayer time at the end of every day. Um, and even though it's sometimes, a, you know, a little quick little, you know, one minute thing, I think that's a, a very important thing for us. But just again, in terms of, you know, the, the type of, um, you know, faith-based background we want our kids to have. I think it's really important to reinforce that every single day. Good stuff. Now, have the kids, have they had a chance to pre-screen the documentary? Has your wife seen it? Has your family seen it? Or are they waiting for, for, for uh, this opportunity to watch it? And what's what's been the response from them so far? The director of the film flew out to New Jersey uh, to screen it to myself. And there's one other main character in it who's also originally from Middletown, New Jersey. Um, sorry about that. That's cool. Pause. Um, so the, uh, there's one other uh, character uh, or you know, featured athlete, and his name is Connor Yeager, who's originally from Middletown, New Jersey. So the director flew out to New Jersey to screen it for us three weeks ago, and it was pretty amazing. Um, you know, that I haven't thought of myself in that way in a good period of time. You know, I'm, I'm still in the sport again now. I took a period of time off, but as a dad, uh, as a parent, and now I also help coach, um, you know, it's, it's cool to be back involved in the sport and seeing that and having a cool reminder of that, um, at that time in my life was amazing. And 
you know, the fact that, um, you know, people might derive something that I've done as either an inspiration. And then like one of the things that said, you know, the star of the movie is Tom Wilkins. Like think of it, I don't really think of myself as a star or an inspiration, but you know, if people can derive some of that off of the movie that that means a lot to me. Well, you're a star and a first class father for sure, Tom. And then real quick here, uh, do you have any kind of, um, you know, insights here for parents that are trying to get their kids to learn how to swim? I mean, I know that's a big thing. You realize when you become a dad, hey, I got to teach this kid how to swim. Any any kind of hacks or tricks or what's the best age uh, to introduce kids into swimming? I think the most important thing is just getting them uh, getting them involved or around the water and, and feeling comfortable being able to be safe near the pool. Um, you know, that's something I actually involved in a number of organizations that talk about water safety because it is a big problem with a lot of people in different parts of the country, um, in the world. So anything you can do to just get your kids swim lessons. So at least if they ever got in the water in a bad situation, they can always get themselves safe. I think that's the most important thing. Um, and then there's, you know, just local casual swim clubs. If they want to get involved in the sport of swimming, um, just to introduce them at that an early age, it's, it's a really great sport because in a lot of sports, you the only way to measure success is really winning and losing. And swimming is a cool sport, too, because it's one of the few areas where you can actually swim a race, lose, but still go a best time. And that's a success. And there's so many different ways to measure your growth as an athlete and your success in that sport that I really think it's unique out there. So um, if any parents out there are looking at as what sports they should maybe consider putting their kids in or getting them involved in, I think swimming is a phenomenal sport. Yeah, really good stuff, Tom. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, enjoy enjoy every stage. I think every different stage of my kid's life has been enjoyable and unique in a, in a special way. So, you know, if you can be there, be present for them all the time, you know, listen to them. Don't always frame things as to what you want to tell them, but listen to, to what they're trying to say. Um, and enjoy, just get enjoy every single time you get to spend with them. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. The water is my sky. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Tom Wilkins, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Tom Wilkins for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Do not miss out on this documentary. It's awesome. The water is my sky. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. You got to go check it out. Get yourself ready for this year's Summer Olympic Games. Make sure you come back next week. Follow me on Instagram at Alec on the School Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. I got some real bangers coming your way soon, so don't miss out. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. <laughs>